0: Want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, with no ads? Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. So this is going to be interesting. He flies back to America to get his wife back from his cousin. That's correct. Messy. Um, I read that right? You
1: read that absolutely right. All right, let's dig in here. Super messy. When I went on this uh, vacation with my guy over the weekend to celebrate his birthday, I had no idea that I was going to meet a bartender who was going to tell me one of the craziest stories I've ever heard in my life. So we get there the first day, and it's one of those situations where we got the same bartender every day. So every day we go, we kicking it with him, we talking to him, and we just learning more about him.
2: Is this at your retirement resort? This
1: is at the retirement <laughs> resort. So this, I made this one friend who was the bartender, even though he had to leave by like 3 p.m. every day. I, it was ridiculous. But he told me, uh, every day I realized when I would give him a tip, he would like, he would say, thank you, man. This is really helping me save. So I didn't think much of it the first day. I was like, all right, cool, man. Whatever you're saving for, you know, go get it. Mm -hmm. And then the second day, he was like, man, you really getting me on this trip. So by the third day when he said it, I was all in. I was like, all right, I don't want to intrude. But what you saving for? I'm curious. (laughs) Thinking it was going to be like a really special, like really nice story. And he goes, well, I'm going to get my wife back. So I said, you're going to get your wife back?
2: You're like, say more.
1: Yeah, like I'm I'm all in. What you mean? You're like, hold on, like break your phone (laughs) out, start recording. You're like, I got a radio show to think about. Yeah, exactly. Give me all of the deets. (laughs) And he's like, Well, um, it's a it's a sloppy situation, and I'm going to get her back from my cousin. Okay, okay. You need to pour us both a drink. Because we (laughs) go we clearly gonna be here a while. Double, it sounds like. Right. So he starts to tell me that he married. This woman that he met, she was from America, he was in DR, and then they met there, and eventually they got married. And they were married for about 10 years, almost a decade, and they have a kid together. He said he messed messed up somewhere in the marriage. And when she would go back, it was a lot of infidelity on his part. And I guess at some point, she got tired of it. And he felt like it was tough for him because of the distance, Mm -hmm. but he didn't want to break his family. Eventually, she found out she wasn't cool with it. She wouldn't come back. Then, at some point, she she like, she like forgave him, and she decided to come back more and more. But he started to realize that when she would come back more and more, she wouldn't spend all of her time with him like she normally would. So when he would go to work, she wouldn't always be at home. And He was accustomed to when he would go to work, she would just be at home. Mm-hmm. So he started to know something was kind of going on, but he wasn't stressing it because in his mind— If something is going on, I earned it. I deserve it. Let her do what she has to do. But he saw one day he was on Facebook and he realized that her and his cousin were following each other. And he was like, thought it was weird because they never even met. So what reason would they have to be following each other? These digital footprints, man. Heard it time and time again.
0: Back in the 50s and 60s, you could cheat all you wanted. Nobody knew where you were. <laughs> it's easy. It's <laughs> it is, yeah, it's hard now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hard for a
0: dog out here now. <laughs> got to be like a super spot.
1: <laughs> 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 so once he saw that, his antennas went up, and his Spidey senses started tingling, but he didn't think much of it. So then one day, she got a FaceTime, but it wasn't his cousin's name. It was just a, another guy. It was a random guy, but it was a guy's name, so he felt like, Something ain't right because he didn't know the guy's name. So he was going back and forth in his head. Do I answer it? Do I answer it? He decided to answer it. When he answered it, it was his cousin. Now, this is like a cousin that he grew up with. This is like a brother to him, that kind of cousin. And his cousin saw that it was him, hangs up the phone immediately. He tries to call back. Cousin is not answering. He talks to his wife about it. Conversation didn't go so well. She packs whatever stuff she had. She runs out. Now he is making it clear that he's willing to forgive her but he's not willing to forgive his cousin. Oh, no. He said his cousin got to talk to him. They got to see each other. So then, I think about a week later, he said he couldn't get a hold of his wife. He couldn't get a hold of his cousin. The cousin was so afraid that they both packed up and moved to America oh, together. Oh, damn. Really? And that's the last time he saw his wow. cousin or his wife. So, you just never know, man.
2: <laughs> what do you think the bigger infraction is? Your wife cheating on you with your cousin or your cousin family cheating on you with your wife? Well... I know it's split hairs here. Yeah, we really
1: are.
0: But for, yeah. him,
2: for him to forgive her and not forgive him,
1: I, I would. I'm a go cousin Sim, because they grew really up to, because they grew up together and because it's like uh, a brother to him. Okay. And I just always was. I was always told that family first over everything. And I, but that is your wife.
2: I mean, don't be me wrong. Both are horrible.
1: I don't know. It might be a split. Yeah, that's a push.
0: I don't
2: know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a tough one.
0: Right? I mean, I, I want to say with Mo here also, your family is who should you should be able to trust no matter what.
2: Oh, I know. You got jacked up, family.
0: So the betrayal <laughs> of that probably... By a, an inch? Yes, yeah,
1: it's, it's close. Maybe an inch. It's a photo finish for sure.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Somebody's getting it by a nose. <laughs> yeah, but
3: it's,
1: not much, man. it's not much. Did at you all. get his Damn. digits so
2: you can like check in and see like what's gonna happen?
1: I got his Instagram. Shut and up. Of course did I did. Up. Absolutely. Hey, I'm you a are, pro now. You are a good radio soldier. <laughs> and you know what?
2: For an introvert, you meet the most fascinating people. All
1: right. It's something about my face that says I don't want to talk that just welcomes people <laughs> to tell me their life stories. <laughs> It happens every time. I
2: mean, I'll never forget the dude on the plane that was leaving his wife and going to be with the love of his life. Yeah. That was such a fascinating story. And now here you got this one. I'm like, seriously, I'm like. Mo is the introverts of all introverts. <laughs> but every time he goes on vacation, he comes back and he goes, wait till you hear this
0: story somebody told me. He's picked up the same energy we were trying to give to Abby, exactly. right? Exactly. Who's out today, who's not feeling great. But the the um, the um energy is like, ignore everybody, and all of a sudden you become a hot commodity. Everybody <laughs> wants to talk to you. That's the way it works. The Burt Show. All right, Messy Mikey, our phone screener in studio. Man, and he's got a gift, Kristen, that you clearly do not have and that is setting people up and it being
4: successful. I'm not sure if that's the truth there, Bert. Um, I should have learned my lesson with Abby. I tried to set Abby up. That turned out to be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, just to recap that, what happened there again? I gave Abby one of my friends phone numbers. He wanted to go out with her. She was down. She texted him. He ghosted her. Bizarre, don't know what happened, haven't talked to him since. So he came to you, and he's like, hey, that Abby on the show is funny and pretty, and I'd love to. So then he reaches out, she reaches out, and then he goes. She reaches out. He never responds. Okay. Nothing. (laughs) So once again, I don't learn my lesson. I don't tend to learn my lessons. I decide to set up another friend.
2: You skipped the best part.
4: Which part is that? When
2: we sent you over to his apartment to confront him, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's
4: right. That's right. that, that yes. was
0: that was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think you can absorb that one though. Here is a guy that said yeah. to you, like with Kristin's. I mean, she was just matching two people up with the that- pulse. <laughs> right, <laughs> just had a warm body He came to you and he's like, it is on So you can't put this kind of responsibility on yourself
4: Well, I think that after I break down his door I think that it's a bit of my responsibility
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was good radio <laughs> though, man yeah, well, exactly.
3: yeah.
4: so. yep. well, it's happened again So my friend got, at my best friend I've known in my entire life He got added by this lady on LinkedIn Or connected or whatever, on LinkedIn of all places That's a, he, that, From what I understand
0: that is becoming kind of a hotbed for singles now. Really, LinkedIn? LinkedIn? Yeah, it has turned into that.
2: Think about it, because we—I've played so many bad takes recently of women asking men on the first date how much you may make, and if it's not of a certain, if it's, if it's not up to a certain level, then I don't want you. So, for women that are sinking men of a certain financial class. You have their entire resume you right there. That's,
3: yeah. that's a You good know
2: what their college education is. You know their past work employment. You know where they are currently working. So you have an idea of an average of what they're making. Like, it's a woman's wet dream when it comes to finding a rich <laughs> husband. <laughs>
4: that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I guess so. I don't think he went over a resume. I think he just said, this lady is hot. <laughs> and so he went on to Instagram. He looks her up. And, of course, one mutual, and it's my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that they were friends in high school. So I say, hey, let's set these people up. Dumb move. But we we put in a good word for them. So your
2: heart was in the right place. Yeah,
4: we talked to the girl. We put in a really good word for him. That's where I think I made a mistake. This guy's wild. I don't know if I meant everything I said. <laughs>
2: but, but you can't <laughs> lie. Like, because it's true, I mean... You She's going to see him for what he is. You when know you out. have to
4: force love together, Kristen. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> you know it needs to be forced. Gotcha. Um, maybe
2: that's, that's been my issue. I just haven't forced it
4: enough. <laughs> so the thing is, they've gone out on maybe 10 dates or something. It's going great. But about on the third date in, I realized I might have made a horrible mistake because I think unless they get married, I'm in trouble no matter what happens. If he does something weird and scares her away. I'm in trouble with her and my girlfriend. If he does something weird, I'm in trouble with them both do. I think I'm in trouble every way, right? At,
0: at some point, you're in the clear, though.
4: Yeah. When am I off
0: the hook is okay, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is now a committed relationship with the two of them? I don't know what it's ten called. Ten dates. Ten yeah, dates? That sounds like a commitment to That's me. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, um, I don't know for that generation, though. They still might be in like that.
0: For his generation, they don't see each other for three years and they call each
4: other girlfriend, <laughs> boyfriends. It's online. I mean, this seeing each other face to face for ten times. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're calling it anything yet. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot. For sure. I think once they start,
0: like, once they commit to each other, you've done your job. Okay. That's a successful, to me, that's a successful matchup, right?
2: But you're on the hook forever.
0: I guess you so. You think?
2: Absolutely. I, <laughs> I
4: think marriage, uh, I'm done. Because you're marriage, the reason. Marriage, sure done.
2: You're the reason why they ended up being able to meet. So, rega- like, even if it's 10 years down the road and they got married and he cheated on her, it's your fault.
3: <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. No. No.
1: Once y'all get married, I'm out of here. That's it. I think it's even before that. (sighs) To now, 10 successful dates.
4: Can I please be be done? Can I please be done? I don't want to be responsible for his actions. I'm never setting anyone up again, too. Yeah, this one goes in uh, the W column for you. They
0: got together. Once it's a committed relationship, you can walk away from it over. If anything happens, not your fault. You gave them the greatest two months of their lives. Let's
4: go.
2: No, I'm giving you the W. Congratulations. I'm highly envious slash jealous. I mean, my color is currently green, (laughs) but if anything happens, it's totally your fault.
3: Uh, (laughs) The Burt Show. What's
1: trending now? Kristen knows. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz.
2: All right, so Beyonce rocked the country music world when she announced that her next album will be country. Um, and she released two singles, one of them being Texas Hold'em.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, if you work in radio like we do, I have been bombarded with emails asking us to play Texas Hold'em. Uh-huh. The Beehive is in full effect. Great song. They are requesting this song. Mm-hmm. I We get dozens of emails every day. Super fun. And, um, Beyonce's fans were very upset because country radio was not playing her single and they were livid and country radio said, you know, we didn't get the single. So people were so upset at country radio thinking they were turning down Beyonce's single and not playing it. But that was not the case. Her label never sent the single to country radio stations in the first place.
3: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs>
2: so you can't, I'm just giving like a, You can't be mad at the country Mm -hmm. radio stations for not playing her song because they didn't have it because the label never sent it to them. Because I know a lot of fans were very upset with country radio, but technically you had to be mad at her label for not sending it out. That's true. However, however, they bullied a station in Oklahoma mm -hmm. into playing the song, even though they didn't have it. And so I'm like, well, the Beehive's
1: in full force Mm -hmm. now. But I think that station should have never responded. And then the Beehive wouldn't have attacked attacked them.
0: Right. Um, Here's the thing. So... Back in the day, before I was on the radio, I was trying to work my way up to getting a, a job on the air. I used to be a research director at a country station, and part of my job was to play clips, or actually to come into the radio station first, listen to songs that artists were providing us with with the record label. So the dude comes in with a whole bunch of music, we all sit around, me and like seven other people, they play the song and they're like, is this a good fit for our radio station? And then we would all vote on it before it either got played on the radio or not. So, if this song comes out, right? And we are at a country station and you hear it and we play it again here real quick, Tommy. And you're trying to fit that into your country station, right? Would you vote that that is a country song or not? Does it fit in to your format or not? Forget who it is. Like in these meetings, we wouldn't even know who The artist was. Forget who it is, although that that voice is pretty...
3: Distinctive. Distinctive,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Uh If you're a country program director, are you playing that on your radio? Does it sound country? Or is she just saying it's a country album? But that
1: song to me doesn't sound too country. Oh, it does to me. I I don't feel like I listen to enough country music to be qualified, because it does to me.
2: Yeah, it does to me as well. Yeah, the storytelling in that song mm-hmm. is given country.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's given country. I
2: mean, the twang isn't there, but the, the beat, the rhythm, the vibe, like um, the message. I feel is, so it would be, I mean, a lot of people were saying like Shania Twain's music shouldn't be considered country, Uh it was pop. Uh Um, A lot of people said Old Town Road shouldn't be considered country, but I think uh, over the years things change and evolve and this should be constituted country. Mm
1: I agree with Kristen. Luke Bryan's Country Girl, Shake It For Me. Yeah. I play that as a DJ, uh-huh. and it's like a hip-hop country song. Yeah. He even mentions T-Pain in the song. Yeah, I think mm. you guys are right. Yeah.
2: Now, uh, Beyonce's producer was asked about whether Taylor Swift would appear on Beyonce's con- country album. She is a pop princess and pop queen now. However, of course, she had her start in country music. Um, instead of denying it, he simply said, let's just say she is on the approach of shocking the world which is a good tease and can mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. because everybody wants to be attached to Taylor Swift sure. and everybody wants to be attached to Beyoncé. So when you attach the two of them together, you got Megan Man, news. you talk
0: about having two of the goats I in the know. same studio at the same time. That'd be
1: amazing. They both moved the needle a lot. Oh. That, that would be incredible.
2: All right, so yesterday, Valentine's Day, of course, a lot of celebrities were posting uh, their Valentine's Day post and we have to give credit to Hillary Duff's husband, Matthew Coma, who won Valentine's Day and it was just savage. So he posted pictures of his wife, Hillary Duff, with all of her exes. And they were all photos of her in the ocean or on the beach with her exes, okay? And he said, he goes, <laughs> he thanked all of her exes for saving her from dangerous oceans over the years. <laughs> And literally had phone. And she just replied and commented, you're truly ill, Matthew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had that strength. Uh
2: And then also for Valentine's Day, um, Todd Phillips, the director of the new Joker movie, posted a photo of Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga together for Joker Foley Ado. And it hits theaters October 4th. So for all you fans out there, I'm sure that was very exciting for you. All right, coming up is a Marvel movie destined to bomb at the box office this weekend. The harsh critic reviews and Rotten Tomato score in your next entertainment buzz on The Burt Show.
0: The Burt Show. All right, so her ex-husband cheated on her... She wanted proof that he was doing the same thing to his current wife. And then she was thinking, like, if I can find this out, I would like to tell the current wife what is going to be in her future. That was that happened a while ago. And today's follow up Thursday. You guys remind us of these stories and we do the research on them, the homework and we'll try to get some closure for you.
2: Yeah. So this story came through July of last year. Um and it goes after 10 years of marriage, Christine divorced her husband after finding out about his affair with his office manager. She always wondered if she was the problem in the marriage after the split. So when a mutual friend told her that he might be cheating on his new wife, she reached out to us for closure. She wasn't trying to break up their marriage, Mm -hmm. but She just wanted closure knowing it wasn't her, it was
0: him. And I think we even said, like, we'll do this for you, but you got to keep this information to yourself. You just can't be meddling in the the marriage at this point.
2: So she just wanted validation by proving that her ex was a serial cheater. Christine swore to us that she wasn't trying to be petty and had no plans of saying anything if he was indeed cheating. We (laughs) tested him with the War of the Roses and confirmed that he was, in fact, cheating on his new wife. He sent his mistress roses with a card that read, counting down the days, five more. Christine was excited about the news, and then she dropped the bomb on us that her ex-husband was possibly expecting a child with his new wife. Because of this, Cassie said that Christine had to tell Emily immediately. Did she break the news to her or not?
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. After you all helped me find out about my ex-husband's affair, I agreed that I needed to let his current wife know. However... I didn't want anyone to know that I was in any way a part of the drama.
2: Well, yeah, because if the ex-wife enters the chat, are you going to believe her? (laughs) No. Even if it's years later? Uh,
1: Absolutely not. Not at all. So, I created a fake email address and sent her an anonymous message to her work email. I just told her to look into her husband's actions. I said that I couldn't tell her how I knew or who I was, but that her husband was seeing someone else. Now, we have talked about this so many
0: times that generally speaking, when you get a random email or a random text from somebody saying like, hey, your wife might be messing around, peace out, that 80% of the time,
1: those are accurate. I agree that they are Uh accurate. But if I'm in that situation, I'm ignoring it. I'm not going down that rabbit I'm not believing it either. I received no response. To my anonymous email. So I had no idea if she even believed it was going. If she even believed it or was going to do anything about it. Several months went by. And I had just kind of put it out of my mind. Their baby was born. But there's been no mention of it on his social media. She posted lots of pics of the baby. But none of them included her. So I was curious if something had happened. Then it was all confirmed around Christmas time. When quote-unquote, Emily, posted on Facebook, referencing being a single mom. So it is obvious they have separated or divorced. That said, he has still not posted anything at all on social media since early summer. So, that is where things are. I guess I dodged a bullet by getting out of that relationship and moving on. But have you? I'm sure he will never change, and I feel sorry for the next woman he betrays.
0: So I'm assuming that her email was the catalyst for him either coming clean or fi- exposing this dude.
2: Oh, I'm sure that was like the first domino that pushed over uh-huh. one, and then the rest just fell over as as it would. Yeah,
1: if anything, yeah, I would think that that email was probably just the cherry on top, but I, I don't think it actually probably caused the entire breakup.
2: So this, I know no, him cheating on his pregnant that's wife probably did. What <laughs> Just
0: absolutely the lowest, right? Just mm. the lowest. So this does beg the question that we always ask is like, once a cheater, always a cheater.
2: Well, I mean, that's what Abby has brought up on the show. I mean, she talked to somebody on her on her podcast, Breakup Breakdown, that is under the Pioneer Network, which is owned by Bert. that if you, once you cheat, it, it could be in the DNA. Like she talked to a scientist about this. Yeah. Um, th- that's not to say that that's for everybody, but there is some scientific evidence saying that if you have a higher probability of cheating a second time if you've already cheated a first time.
0: Here's what I want to believe, and maybe it's just too romantic, but here we are on the cusp of uh, Valentine's Day and the day after, is like once you really truly fall in love, like you will not risk the thought of losing that woman or losing that man no matter what, even if you have that checkered passed.
1: I would love to believe that, but I believe in reality That's not a thing because take the phone call we got where the guy uh, called up and said something to the extent of some men just don't want to put themselves in situations where they'll be tempted. And we didn't like to take because we felt like you can can control yourself as a man. I think there are people who, no matter how much they love someone, if the opportunity presents itself for them to – Sleep around, they will. And they're gonna get away with it, then they'll just go for it. I think
0: they Ugh, will. That
1: sucks. That's not fun, Mo. Not fun. That's at not all. a fun take it all. No, I don't I know, okay. but it's it's a real one.
2: <laughs> it is for the person cheating.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> get it. The Bird Show. All
0: right, so this question has been bubbling now for weeks and weeks and weeks. Just to reset it are Kristen and I and our family going on vacation together. It would be you, it would be your husband, it would be me. Going to the Northern Lights was, was a shock to me when she even suggested it.
2: All right, so to reset, Bert was in here talking about how this year the Northern Lights are going to be more spectacular than years past, and they're not going to be as vivid and as awe-inspiring for another 11 years. And I think, like many people, Northern Lights are on my bucket list. Sure. Like, it would be incredible to bear witness to something that awesome.
0: I've watched so many videos of the Northern Lights that I know, I don't know if Kristen's going or not, but I know I am, that I I am going to bawl like a baby the first
1: time I see it. It's so beautiful. Exactly. I've never even heard about it until y'all
0: started talking about Really?
2: Oh, oh, they're horrible, borealis. I'm just Mm. like, I'm beyond myself. So you were talking about it in studio, and um, you had— You had gone to South Africa for a safari, which is also on my bucket list, and then you were in here in studio talking about the Northern Lights, and I'm like, get out of my
5: bucket
3: list! (laughs) (laughs) Like,
2: I'm really happy for you, but you're starting to piss me off, man. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when it came about as us, like, checking this bucket list destination off together
0: now. What is so shocking about this is a decade ago, Kristen made it clear that while we work together, love each other as friends, spending a week together outside of this studio repulsed her. Yeah, <laughs> she was disgusted. I'm not by even the fighting idea. anymore.
2: It is accurate. She
0: started heaving I, okay. when I suggested
3: it.
2: <laughs> I bit to the
0: bathroom and threw up.
2: <laughs> maybe a little bit. No, I mean, and Bert like. Bless his heart. Like he was so excited, and I was like, "Oh, never! That would be like the worst." Um, but we've we've evolved. Um, so now the question is: I got an almost three year old. So do we bring him on the trip? Because you know, we we don't have family here, so it's hard to find long term childcare if you're going to be gone somewhere.
0: When you had suggested that on the show. I was being nice. I know you were, but inside I was thinking, "What a horrible idea!" Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you're going to spend all that money on a three-year-old. It's a long ass flight to get there. We got a bunch of. It's not just seeing the northern the northern lights. There are a whole bunch of cool activities we can do during the day. And if you got a three-year-old with him, no matter how cute he is, yes. You're on a time limit. Exactly. Right. Mm. And, I mean, he's not going to remember this trip. He's going to spend all that money and it's taken away from your time and my time together with Bart. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I commended my husband for even being willing to take, he was willing to travel with Jimmy and to show him the world and have this experience together. The family, which is sweet. But
0: take upon- him to Pigeon Four. She's three. <laughs> he wants to see the world. That's all he wants. All he wants is Disney World. Take him to Epcot. Go around the world. You see a whole bunch of worlds. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. Literally. In one day. Hey, One tell, tell him it's the Northern Lights <laughs> when the uh, when the fireworks are going off yeah. around Epcor, Epcot. Yeah. Go, that's what we call the Northern Lights. Got it. Got at, it. at three, Say, he'll believe it. it?
2: Say less. Um, so upon doing more research <laughs> and how long the flight's going to be and where we're going to be staying and like with this particular place you're staying, they actually have like alarms that go off in the middle of the night yes. to let you know, hey, the lights are on. Go outside, <laughs> check out the lights. Because
0: like it's not like the Northern Lights are on uh, all night long, and you can just walk out whenever you want and go, oh, this is so beautiful, and then just go get some sleep, and then come back out. It happens very, very quickly. It can happen... In a three, four, five-minute window.
3: Wow.
2: So upon doing that research, it's like, yeah, no, this is probably for the best. He stays here, but it's like, what are we going to do about childcare? So I was working on a plan. I've, I got some things in motion, and so I had a conversation with my husband, and I was like, okay, here's the deal. We can do this with the dogs. This is how Jimmy can get taken care of. Blah blah blah. Are you in? Because I had already done. I'd done the research. I had come up with the budget. I mean, I had all that stuff because Bart's very budget conscious. Um, and I'm like, this is what it's going to cost. Blah blah blah. This is going to be how we get there, how we get back, and I saw his face, <laughs> and bless his heart, this sweet little stay-at-home dad, he's like, I don't know if I can be away from Jimmy that long in a different country. Mm,
0: that's beautiful, yeah,
2: <sighs> And I was like, I can.
0: <laughs> um, no, so Vacation sea blocker.
2: I- exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm still, uh, w- while it's, it wasn't a hard no, he's like, I don't think... I can be away from Jimmy, so there we were at um, a Super Bowl party at my neighbor's house, and I'm using the word the term "party" very loosely. It was three sets of neighbors and five Mm -hmm, kids under mm -hmm, the age of five. Okay, okay. like so, don't get it twisted. The
0: definition of party changes as you get older. It's It's a gathering for sure. Yes, (laughs) gathering. (laughs) We
2: were at a Super Bowl gathering where everybody left after Usher's performance.
0: A get together. Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) And we're sitting there around the buffalo chicken dip, and we're talking about the. Like vacations and stuff like that. And I was telling them about Finland and blah, 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 and Bart not wanting to be away from Jimmy. And then if they had any advice, because several of them have done like pretty exotic vacations. And that's when my neighbor says, Oh, I told Bart we could help with Jimmy. Did he not tell you that?
3: Whoa. Whoa. And I look at Bart
2: <laughs> and I'm like, Hmm,
3: <laughs>
2: did she now? Did she? The (laughs) woman who is successfully raising two children of her own offered to help. And you failed to mention that to me? Mm
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So I'm still working on it.
3: Okay. <laughs> so,
0: now, let me ask you this. In the overall scheme of things, is the reason why he doesn't want to be away from Jimmy for a week, is it logistical because if something were to happen, yes. he can't get back? Or is it like his heart would hurt so bad from not being around him for a week?
2: Okay, one, we'd have to search really, really hard to even find his heart. <laughs>
0: it's
2: 100% if something were to happen, it would take us forever to get back to him.
0: Oh, okay. understandable. Yeah, And it doesn't matter how many neighbors would watch no. at that point or family members, that is Still going to be a problem unless I can somehow arrange to make Finland closer to the United States before we're heading out.
2: That's always, a pl- like, I mean, that's, uh, if it's an option. Okay.
0: Sure. Well, we got a senator coming in this morning, so I'll, <laughs> I'll see what he can do.
3: <laughs> it's a Virgo.
5: I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the tent between you and someone else or if it's a single girl summer. There's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging so you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code ABBY at checkout out that's at at adamandeve.com this exclusive offer is specific to this podcast so be sure to use code abby to get your discount code abby
3: get it the bird show Black
0: History Month. Mo was telling us yesterday why it's so important to support black-owned businesses.
1: You support black-owned businesses and know that it goes a lot further than that. It actually goes into the black communities. You are creating opportunities for more black entrepreneurship, which is very rare. And in helping the black communities, you are helping low-income families become middle-income families, and middle-income families do even better so that your help, whether it's financially or it's with time or it's with advocacy, goes a lot further than just the business that you're helping. So here's what we would like to do. If you have a black-owned business, this, just
0: tell us about your business and we like to put you on, talk about your business a little bit, get a, some foot traffic or some get you some online sales. All we want to do is help out. All you got to do is tell us where you are and you can do that at thebirdshow.com. All right, Kristen. There was an assignment yesterday that we must follow up with, with War
1: of the Roses. Mo, can you kind of recap exactly what happened yesterday? All right, so we were talking to our listener, and she was telling us that she met a former client of a company, which they didn't work directly together, but when he stopped working for the company, he eventually ran into her at a Starbucks, and he came over to talk to her. That led to them going out for dinner and drinks, and she had an amazing night and thought that things were going really well, until she went to work to brag about this date, and a coworker Said that she was pretty sure that this guy actually had a long term girlfriend. She did some digging. She didn't find any evidence of it, but that led her to ask us to do a War of the Roses where we gave him an option to send flowers to whomever he chose. And he ended up sending flowers to a woman who was indeed his long term girlfriend and telling her that. He loves her and that he is happy that she is his forever Valentine, in which Kristen then came up with the amazing and diabolical idea to have her go and actually buy the flowers from Kroger and send them to this woman and actually deliver them herself Mm -hmm. to the woman and take a picture of it and then send it to the guy and block him. So she was going to like pretend to be uh, delivering the
0: flowers.
2: Yeah, for the first time ever, our War of the Roses to catch a cheater was actually going to do a delivery.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so just take a picture, not mention it at all to the girlfriend or anything, and then just send him the picture via text or email or whatever. So he would get totally and completely freaked out.
2: Yeah, so it's it's like the confirmation pic so that you get from like Amazon or DoorDash. And the reason why the idea popped up is because a girl, um, there was like a funny meme going, and she sent her boyfriend flowers, and the DoorDash guy took a picture of him receiving the flowers, and he looked like it was he he looked so it was just a funny picture and i was like oh well we can do that it's a really great idea our florist can do confirmation pictures and send to that that way you can see the joy on the person's face of receiving the flowers
0: See, Dark, Chris, <laughs> Dark Kristen always trying to get out a little bit. Yeah. You guys think she's sweet and holes. Nah, it's in there. <laughs> so did she do this or not? Because this this could be one of those things where it seems like a great idea, but then in the heat of the moment. But then when you start looking at it, oh, man, do I really want to do this? do I really want to drive all the way down there and pick up the flowers and then go over there and take the picture? Nah, it's a good idea, but I'm not really going to do it. So did she do it or not? Here's the email follow-up we got today. Uh, thank you for the brilliant, Kristen, brilliant idea, Kristen. You're welcome. You're welcome. That, was, you're welcome. that is rare that those two words <laughs> are in the same <laughs>
3: sense. <sentence>. Save that.
0: <laughs> I did exactly what you suggested. I stopped at Kroger and picked up two dozen red roses, so she did it. What? Uh, I even got a note and wrote his message on the card. I took several pictures. I took pictures of the bouquet. I took pictures of the card with his note. To my forever valentine, I love you. And I also took pictures of me delivering the flowers to, now she calls her out,
3: Tanya. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) She was so excited and thought it was the sweetest thing and immediately called him to thank him and tell him that the flowers were beautiful. <laughs> so I sent your producers the picture and it seems they sent the confirmation email with photos almost immediately because I got a text from him right away. He writes, what the hell is going on? You deliver flowers now? Did he not quite get it? No. Uh, shocker. I responded I only deliver to women who are being cheated on. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> it's a new business. He then continued to try to justify and say that I don't know the full situation. It's not what it appears to be. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> then he said that I must be psycho to do something so crazy. All right. There it is. There it is. Let's let the gaslighting begin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told Is that the gaslighting
1: sound right there? Th-
2: that, what what th- was that? That was supposed to be a lighter. Uh,
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Let's light save us something in there.
0: Yeah, okay. I got a
2: very intense lighter over here. <laughs> I haven't used one in quite a while. I don't know if you know. It's the is.
0: highest flame on the yes. uh, on the zip up. <laughs> that,
2: that's like a super big. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. I told him I'd rather be the psycho one in the picture than the woman who is oblivious that she is standing next to the woman her man just started dating
2: boom mm.
0: he reiterated that i don't know everything and that it's best if i just stayed out of it i bet yeah right at that point i just blocked him good for you being honest, I think I'm just gonna stay out of it now. Yeah, yeah you did the damage. Yep. Stick move. Uh, I'm just gonna walk away and feel grateful to be spending my Valentine's Day alone rather than in a relationship with a cheater.
2: Preach, do not let him, do not for a second let him make you make you feel psycho, crazy, any of that. He is wrong. He is deflecting. Yeah. And I guarantee you he was quaking in his boots when he got that confirmation email.
3: Absolutely. Kudos
2: to you for going through with it and giving him the shock of his life.
1: Hey, the Burt Show. What's trending now? Yo! Kristen knows. It's the Burt Show's entertainment
3: buzz.
2: Madame Webb opens today at the box office, but is it destined to bomb? So the Sony Marvel film has been savaged by critics. They're calling it one of the worst superhero movies of the modern era.
0: I, I This is the first time I've heard of this movie.
2: Really? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Dakota Johnson's been everywhere. Yeah? Yes. Mm. Um, well, our algorithms must be different yeah, on I social sure. media. <laughs> so yeah, Dakota Johnson is starring, as Madame Webb. She plays a New York paramedic who develops psychic visions. Um, her performance largely avoided criticism. Um, instead, critics are focusing on the film's script, special effects, and direction. Madame Webb currently has a 17% score on Rotten Tomatoes. And the film opens today with a box office tracking estimate of $25 million, which is extremely low for a Marvel movie. They're
0: that's a lose. Lose bad on that.
1: Didn't the Bob Marley movie open yesterday, Elsa? I think it did. I, I want to go see that one. I to see that really bad. It was a delay in it for some reason. I'm, I don't, I'm not exactly sure mm-hmm.
2: why. Now, Usher posted photos from his post-Super Bowl wedding. Yeah, The dude performs at the Super Bowl halftime show and then leaves and goes to a chapel in Vegas and gets married. It was a good night. It was a great night. (laughs) So he just posted some photos of him and his longtime girlfriend Jennifer's wedding. Um, Also, there's a drama series in the work based on Usher's music. 30-year catalog has resonated with so many people Mm -hmm. no matter where they were in their lives. Um, He goes, I'm happy to be working with the UCP to bring the music to life. I hope this series resonates with you the way my music continues to. So this is an untitled drama. It's going to be set in Atlanta. We'll focus on black love and individuals looking to find a place to call home. Mm-hmm. It's going to explore music, style, sex, romance, and secrets that threaten to tear relationships apart. That sounds fun. Just like Usher on stage with married women.
1: <laughs> Domestic terrorists.
2: <laughs> now Drake made yet another fan happy during his show in St. Louis. And if I was Drake's people, I would have to have a sit down chat with him after his last concert (laughs) and be like dude people know that this is your mo they're going to come to the concert (laughs) and put whatever sob story they can on a piece of poster board in the hopes that you are going to offer them some money stop promising people money when we don't know if it's legit or not but regardless there was a fan holding a sign that said please help me with my surgery And he replied, I don't know what kind of surgery you need, sir. I really don't, but I'm going to let you know from me to you. St. Louis love. We're going to take care of whatever the surgery is. You don't even know what it is. Wow. No idea. Okay. I mean, he can he can need a penis enlargement. He has no idea. <laughs>
3: well,
0: I, I, well. I think if he put that on a sign, Drake would definitely go, I, got I you. Think so, too. For <laughs> sure, I, think I so got too. you, right? The sign
2: said, I was so jealous of the video that circulated <laughs> of you. Can yeah. you please help me with my enlargement? Thanks. When well, is we,
1: he coming to Atlanta? I'm going to go get some postables. <laughs> I know, seriously. Mine yeah. would say, send
2: me to the Northern
3: Lights. I want to play. Yeah, so, I've always wanted to go
2: to Borough <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm assuming when he does this, it's great publicity for him, for sure. And he does this, he's done this at so many concerts that after the show, his team does some fact-checking to make sure said individuals are in the dire straits that they are (laughs) before they, like, write out and sign any checks.
0: <laughs> I would hope so. Mine would just say, I don't need it, but could you buy me a car? <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: mean, got a surgery called the Maldives I've been working on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because we can't even feature GoFundMes on uh-huh. air anymore. Because, unfortunately, some so there's some people who have ruined it for everybody. And there are scammers out there. And yeah. I, I would be hard-pressed yeah. to believe that there aren't a few scammers attending a Drake show trying to, like... <laughs> Squeeze some money out yeah. of them.
0: This is a nightmare for his people. And I know that because I've been in this situation on a very minor uh, similarity also. He's a minor, dude. Where I'll make promises on the air because I'm caught up in the moment. Oh. And then I'll have uh, people off the air saying, um, I don't know how we're going to be able to do that. <laughs> I mean, don't do that. Don't ever do that again.
2: Well, there's that. And also the woman who claimed to have cancer and you playing flowers in front of her house. I know.
0: I was so sweet. Um yeah, we really got to... This was 20-something years ago. We got so taken. This is such a long, complicated story, but she calls us up on the show talking about what it's life, uh, like to to live life, knowing that you're going to die very soon because she had cancer. Her name was Miss Peach, and um, my wife at the time and I was were just really attached to her story, so we drove down, and we... <laughs> We planted flowers outside of her window because she was bedridden, and we just wanted her to feel like some warmth while she was going through this. We had a comedian in studio, Jay Moore, back in the day that heard her story right before he came on the air and was giving her money every month, only to find out months later that it was a scam.
1: Damn, man. I I couldn't even speak something like that over my life in a way where karma could come back. That's insane. Let me tell you, man. We put her on the air like every week. Every Every week or or something like that for a while.
0: She was the reason why I blew off Mariah Carey. Oh, I remember really? that. So yeah. Mariah Carey was, p- was supposed to call in, and she was like an hour and a half or two hours late. And that by that point, we had already moved on to this very serious topic. So Mariah comes on with us, and I literally say, "Mariah, we got." I- I'm sorry that you're two hours late, but we've already moved on. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and that was the reason. And it turned out that she, she was, was a freak. phony man. Wow, <laughs> oh, phony! Not Mariah. The other yeah. one. Right? <laughs> Mariah
3: is a real superstar. Real. Okay.
2: Right. Uh, speaking of Mariah, I have some Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande news in the next entertainment buzz. Also during his podcast with his brother, Travis Kelsey, addresses yelling and bumping his coach. His brother, Jason, didn't hold back and called his brother out. In Your next Entertainment Buzz on The Bird Show. Hey, The
0: Bird Show. Look, if Tinder has been your go-to dating app, people are starting to get off of that thing. Uh, big time. I was just reading that. First of all, 46% of online daters, according to this, have at one point or another used Tinder. So that was like the go-to for all. I think they were like the, ma- the first major. It,
2: yes. Weren't they? Like the app that was... Easily swipe left, swipe right. That just kind of made it.
0: It changed the game.
2: Streamline dating online.
0: So then everybody else got in on it, right? Uh, Annual downloads now are down more than a third than they were in 2014 when it was at its peak uh they fell 8% last year this is tinder alone but other dating apps are starting to gain a whole bunch more momentum uh bumble grinder hinge ok cupid all had banner years and they seem to be more of the choice for like the younger generation
2: cuz i think like gen z, gen z um from from what we've noticed, like they're cutting back on drinking, they're cutting back on partying, they're going to bed earlier, they're taking, like they're taking skincare seriously. Nerds! <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> I think too, that they're not looking for a casual hookup, like they're looking yeah. for a relationship. So that means, it, and that's, I think Tinder never establishes, out the gate, establishes itself as a dating app, but then mm-hmm. it slowly evolved into like, yeah, if you're looking for a one night stand or just like a, a hookup, then that's your go-to. Right.
1: I also think Tinder um, they didn't help themselves by making all of those options that used to be free cost now. It used to just be simple. Uh, and now okay. you got to pay for extra swipes and pay for all of this stuff and some the people just people. don't want to do that. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alright, let's
0: get Madison back on here. I'm not sure there's going to be much dra- drama here. But she was feeling a certain way yesterday like maybe some of you guys do on Valentine's Day also when you're sitting in the office and then it's delivery after delivery after delivery. Flowers being delivered to the office. We saw it here with one of our interns Mm -hmm. who threw Abby a bone because she knew Abby wasn't going to get any flowers. So she took one of the roses out of her dozen and gave it to Abby. Oh, that's what happened. Yes. (laughs) as She was leaving. That's sweet. So Madison here was feeling all insecure about it. So we just sent her some flowers yesterday to the office. Just in hopes that everybody in the office would start buzzing. Oh, my God, Madison. Who are those from?
2: Well, yeah, because she's dealing with a clicky mean girl group at her office. And also her ex is married now to one of the women in the office. And so they kind of look down their nose at her and make her feel lesser than because she's single and doesn't have anybody. So this was just our way of trying to get the
6: clucking hens to shut them (laughs) up.
0: Was that the motivation, Madison? Do we have that right?
6: And that is correct. <laughs> um, by the way, thank you for doing this for me. It was absolutely, the flowers showed up uh, like around 9.30, perfect time. They were absolutely gorgeous, um, beautiful flower arrangement. You did the three dozen, which I had, I did not expect oh. of roses. So it was definitely the best bouquet in the entire office. It, it should have been.
0: Three mm-hmm. dozen. This guy thank really you. likes you a lot. That's love. Like, that's that's yes. triple love. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
6: What, um, what was even better is that most of these, like, married mean girls didn't get any flowers. So, I was, like, the special one of the day. So, one of those that was missing her flowers on her desk for Valentine's Day was my ex's new wife. <laughs> so, she walked by my desk multiple times, I swear. She was, like, eyeing my flowers, like, to see if they were real. Like, she was so annoyed. She like... So I'm just so thankful. She stopped by actually to talk and pretend to be happy for me. I knew she was faking it, but um, she was asking me all sorts of questions about my, quote, new man. (laughs) So, uh, of course, all the questions she asked were to find out if my new guy was like better than her husband, pretty much my ex. So um, and when your man is imaginary, you can make up all sorts of amazing qualities and <laughs> great things about it
3: so.
6: Just make sure you write him down fact- Madison, so you don't forget like yeah, right. you know, what he does for a living and Yes, and in fact, my uh, next week is my schedule of vacation. Eight- Vacation time. I have to remember I told them he's taking me on a surprise trip. Oh,
0: yes, he <laughs> so is.
6: I have to get it together with where we go. So <laughs> the plan, the the plan worked flawlessly.
0: I am really curious. Tell us some of these qualities of your made up man that you were passing on in the office yesterday.
6: Well, you know, the looks are like kind of number one. I to get him to really like hook this whole thing. So he's tall, dark, and handsome. Of he's he's a little bit younger than me, and he's educated. He has a master's degree, um, has his own side business, and I just kind of kept it basic because I didn't want to like dig too deep because I couldn't remember probably everything for later. So I just kind of kept it as a sweet, just a sweet guy, very just very like a gentleman you know he has great qualities he has been raised really well he's never been married no kids so they're jealous
0: okay <laughs> perfect he's got it all he's tall dark and handsome that, you should have said he's short pale and ugly <laughs>
6: well, that, that would have been fine too. Really throated, fine
1: right too. See, that's the but thing. That's
6: my that's my ex husband.
1: So <laughs> you already had that. All
6: right. Okay.
0: So people in the office did notice it, and I'll tell you what. The real payoff for you, you'll never even hear it. You'll never even see no. it mm-hmm. because these women are going to be buzzing when you're not around, trying to figure out who he is. The jealousy factor is going to be high. Unfortunately, you won't. You're not going to be able to see it all that much. They're
1: probably going to ask for pictures from that surprise trip, though, right? I'm pretty sure they're going to ask for pictures.
6: That's true. I, I might need to say I, I'm kind of private, you know. Social media, I, I just don't want to brag too much, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, super <laughs> private. Well, there you go. I'm glad you pulled it off.
6: Thank you so much. I, I like truly, I appreciate this. Thank you. You
0: are welcome, yeah. Madison. See you now.
6: Three dozen.
2: That's Bye. that's a lot. That that's- guy likes her a lot. Yeah. Uh, that that's gonna uh, reflect poorly on the Burt Show budget. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I
0: didn't really think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the Burt Show. All right. So today, seriously, today is a trigger day for you
2: today, it, Kristen. It is. And for those that aren't aware, um, when you're when you're living when you're living with grief, I'm not even going to say dealing with grief. When you're living with grief, um, trigger days will come up, and sometimes you know it's it's the day your loved one passed away. It's the day of their birthday. It's holidays, et etc. And then there's also some like just kind of random, unique days to you that will elicit those feelings of of. Of heaviness. And today is one of those days for me. Um, I actually, I actually contemplated dialing back the grief chat because in my head I was like, I'm talking too much about my dead dad. Um, and Are
0: you I- thinking that or are you just seeing a comment here no. or there on Facebook? Okay. I
2: haven't seen any comment. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, Facebook cut anymore. So, m- maybe there are, maybe there aren't, but this was self imposed. Um, and then I got the most beautiful message from a Burt Show listener uh, thanking Amber and I for talking about our grief journey, because this is something new that mm. she's going through and it made her feel less alone. And she was very grateful for the conversation we had.
0: Amber is one of our uh, producers that just lost her mom.
2: And, um, you know, my dad passed away, it'll be six years ago this year. And, um, I'm never going to stop talking about them and I don't want to. And I know for some people it can be an uncomfortable conversation, but it's how you keep the memory of your loved ones alive. So today is a trigger day for me because today is the day my dad received his liver transplant, which gave him a second lease Mm -hmm. on life. Um, So my dad went through it as far as health wise. Um, He he served two tours in Vietnam, um, ended up with, he had a universal blood type. So they would do straight blood transfusions from his arm to like a fellow soldier's arm. And he ended up contracting hepatitis while he was over there. And it took a toll on his liver and he needed a liver transplant and was on the list for years. And he, you know, after years finally got that liver transplant and it, it gave me so many more years with him before his life was sadly taken by cancer. So, I don't know. I don't know why. I can't pinpoint why, but I was like reflecting on this day and I was like, man, I'd really like to find that donor letter that I wrote so many years ago. And God bless, God bless Cassie, um, we had posted it to Facebook or I had fo- posted it to Facebook and she pulled it up to me, uh, for me and sent it to me because I really wanted to read it today because um in honor of the grief but also to promote being an organ donor i thought it was like an important read. and i mean i haven't read this letter since the day i read it on air mm. february of 2016. Wow. that's how long ago it was um so my my letter to the donor family on behalf of my dad said dear donor family i've been staring at this blank page for days with no idea how to start No idea how to adequately convey what you've done for my family and me. Truth be told, I've been wanting to write this letter to you for five years. How is it humanly possible to thank another for the gift of life? Well, I'm going to try my best. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our story and the role you played in it. My name is Kristen. My father's name is Jim. Right out of high school, my dad was drafted and spent one and a half years serving in Vietnam. His body was subjected to Agent Orange. Having a universal blood type, he would be directly connected to wounded comrades for blood transfusions. This is where uh, we think he contracted hepatitis. Hepatitis that went undetected for years, slowly destroying his liver. It wasn't until 2000 when we found out my dad needed a new liver because his was failing. For almost 11 years, he stayed on the inactive transplant list, but in December of 2010, he became extremely ill to the point I thought this was it, but he miraculously pulled through and on February 2nd, he was placed on the active transplant list. We waited on pins and needles, knowing the wait could be long and uh, that it could be excruciating, but astonishingly, just 13 days later, he got the call. They had a liver. It was a match. I was living in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'll never forget the moment my dad called and said those words we've been waiting to hear for over 10 years. Kiki, they have a liver. It was in the middle of the afternoon on February 15th, 2011. I quickly got off the phone so I could book my flight to Tampa where he was having the surgery. Before I could gather my thoughts, let alone my things, I fell to my knees in my bedroom and I wept tears of joy. That turned to tears of fear and then that turned to tears of sadness. Sadness for the family I did not know who had just lost a loved one that would save my loved one. My next recollection is pulling up to Tampa General late at night in a taxi, wheeled my luggage into the waiting room where my dad's sweetheart was waiting. She told me they had already wheeled him back for surgery. I had just missed him. We were in the waiting room all night. After what seemed like an eternity, the surgeon came in and told us the news. The transplant was a success. It's one of the most pivotal moments in our lives. Seeing him in the ICU for the first time, he already looked better. He was no longer yellow from jaundice. He took forever, but he finally woke from anesthesia. And in that moment, I knew he was going to be okay. That's when it sunk in. My dad was alive, but another family had just experienced unimaginable loss and grief. I am so very sorry. Those are the two phrases I just can't say enough. I'm sorry and thank you. Because your loved one chose to be an organ donor, my dad's life was saved. We now get to celebrate not one, but two birthdays. His actual birthday and his reborn birthday, February 15th. Jim is a doting father to his two children. He became a grandpa for the first time three years ago. Harper and Liam love their pap. He never would have been able to meet them if it wasn't for you. He's a man that exudes positivity and spreads his joy and laughter every day. And boy, does he have an infectious laugh. Everybody wants to play golf with Jimmy because he has the best jokes and nobody laughs harder at his jokes than him. He's a good man and he's been integral in making me the woman I am today. For the past five years, I've especially cherished our time together because I know those years came at a cost. If you're comfortable with sharing your memories of the person who saved my dad's life, I would love to know more. I already know they're an organ donor, a hero, an angel. My dad and I share a common love, and that's the Beatles. He introduced me to them when I was a teenager, and it's a special bond he and I have shared for over 20 years. It only seemed fitting to end my letter to you with this. In my life, I loved you more. With my eternal gratitude, Kristen.
0: You're on The Burt Show. Okay, I just got a DM that I need to share with you guys because I think it's hilarious. It might not be an ethical field, but it could be a true profession. And that's what he's asking. So you know how I've used these this term digital footprint now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, private investigators have said like, look, back in the day in the 60s and the 70s, 50s, whatever, guys, women, they could mess around because there was no digital footprint. There was no internet. There were no phone so if you told her you're in the office and you weren't at the office uh you were at some hotel she didn't know he didn't know nowadays whew, it's hard out there for for you guys trying to cheat so. you be a professional cheater yes right <laughs> yeah. so professional cheater is actually a very good way to put it this is the dm i get check it out bert i'll keep this short um I was initially forced to listen to your show in the car each morning with my wife and kids. Uh, but I have grown to love you guys. However, let me ask you a question. I work in an industry that involves a lot of, he says, let's call it internet surveillance. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Internet surveillance. Can't say much more than that, he writes. I ran a business idea by my wife, and she just laughed and then frowned at it. You seem like a good businessman. No, I assure you, I'm, you're not very good <laughs> at, at profiles if you think I'm a good businessman. Um, you seem like a good businessman. Do you think there would be an industry for men and women to hire me to cover up what you've called their digital footprints While cheating. Get out of here. All right, so hold on. It says, I could get all their passwords to all of their devices and make sure that they won't get caught on Facebook, Instagram, email, or anywhere online digitally. My wife thinks it's unethical. It is. He says, we can talk about that later. But for now, do you think people would hire somebody
1: like that? Jean Paul. And he says, not my real name. Um, well, it's obviously unethical, right? But would people actually use it? I think so.
2: Oh, absolutely. They They would.
1: definitely use it. <laughs> I think for sure. They would use it. I, I don't mean, know how he would do it.
2: There's a website for people who want to cheat who are in marriages. The Ashley Madison website. So
0: this guy would be like you. you if you're on Ashley Madison and you're the guy right looking to have an affair, he would go in. And he would cover that up so your wife couldn't find you on Ashley Madison digitally. He would go in, I guess, take a look at all of your electronics. I don't know what that means. Surveillance. What did it say? That uh, Internet surveillance. Internet surveillance. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I it don't sounds know. Sounds like something
2: the government's involved in.
0: But he says that it would be possible for him to get all of your devices and you tell him, look, I'm having an affair. I just don't want my wife and I don't want this anywhere online. I don't want this, um, tracked
1: back to my phone or anything.
0: So and deleting
2: he- texts, emails. <laughs> He's
1: saying he can do this. It sounds good in theory, but I don't know that people would be comfortable just giving like a stranger, all yeah. of their information, passwords, everything. I mean, you're, pretty,
0: you're pretty much doing it every day and you don't even know it. That's true. Right? And you're
2: going to have to pay him. So how are you going to hide that payment? Like, what's that going to look like on the credit card? I, I don't Though know. Though I did, there was a strip club back in Kentucky <laughs> that whenever you made a charge there, it came up as a golf store.
1: That's fire.
2: <laughs> it, didn't say so, it did not say solid platinum. It said golf and something. Like, that's how the charges showed up on people's credit cards. Oh, Straight. we should
0: ask listeners about that later on in the show. Like, where did you go and what did it show up as on your credit card to hide where uh-huh. you really are?
2: Yeah, I was like, wow, he really likes golf. Man.
0: <laughs> He's going every. Yeah, and then it's like a woods. Of- <laughs> Yes, I think this could be an industry. Is it an ethical one? Probably not. Could P- you make money?
3: Probably not.
0: <laughs> could you make money doing it? Yes. I think there are dudes that would hire you. Absolutely. And women that would hire you for sure. All right, Messy Mikey, our phone screamer. What's going on with your roommates, man?
4: My personal space is being infringed upon. <laughs> well, they are your roommates. <laughs> they're my roommates, but they're in my space, my area. Um, so with my roommates, we have a pretty good system. Everyone gets together in the living room. I don't even know what their rooms look like. I've never been in their rooms. I know that's probably a little bit weird, but I I like it like that. Just (laughs) our rooms, our own personal space. Downstairs, we can hang out. That's how Um, it should be. Yeah, exactly. So I think I talked about this a little bit, but I think there might be a little bit of animosity for how much time I'm spending at home. But this weekend... Animosity by who? By my roommates for not hanging out with them all the time. Ah, okay. So, you're with your chick all the time. How about us dudes? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. So, this weekend, I go into my room. I had a case of beer in there. A case of beer, saving it for later. Because
2: um, <laughs> you can't keep beer in the fridge because everybody will take it?
4: That's, yes. That's fine. Okay. Yes. Do you yes. have one of those like dorm refri- refrigerators uh, in nah, your room? I wish. I, I would be so lucky. But um <laughs> you just drink one beer so nobody <laughs> Okay. No, but so I got a pack of beer up there. I come in I'm missing beer. I'm missing about six or seven beers.
0: It's time to put your foot down. Yeah,
4: and yep. I keep perfect inventory of all my beers. <laughs> there's, only, sure. there's only six of them. Yeah. <laughs> does not take that long?
2: <laughs> At the sorority house, that didn't happen with beers. It happened with tampons.
0: Is that right? Really? Oh, yeah,
2: yes. I would wow. think
0: that there'd be like a free tampon box where you just go in there and grab one v- yeah, like what a community tampon yeah. box? Yeah, like,
2: There's nowhere like in, a, in America that offers free tampons. Well, I'm just saying
0: like at a sorority there should no. be a box of like like toys for tots, you
2: know. <laughs> 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 no, we were responsible for buying our own feminine huh. hygiene products. Huh. Well, and anyway. sometimes when I didn't have one I had to go take one from another box. Okay. okay.
4: You're the problem. Yep. Always. Um so Uh, yeah, so I decided to play this in a way that I would not usually play. Usually I'd go right to him and say, did you take my beer? But, um, this time I kept it. I held my cards close to my chest. We all go downtown. I'm not saying nothing yet. We go downtown. I got to get them into a vulnerable spot first. So this is is what drunk.
2: Is that the spot you're talking about?
4: Drunk spot. (laughs) So I go home first. This is all intentional. I go home first. And I assume that they're not going to come home together. They're going to get into some weird thing and show up at different times. So I'm sitting there, twiddling my thumbs, waiting for the day of reckoning. And um, one roommate walks in. And so I say to him, hey, uh, I feel like I had some more beer upstairs. I have no idea what happened to it. Have you seen it or anything? Immediately confesses, oh, man, I'm so sorry. We went into your room. We took your beer. I said don't go in my room. Sure. Don't do that. I This is one of the few times in my life I am not spineless. I laid down the <laughs> law with this fella. Good for you. But he got off easy cuz he told the truth. Okay? My other roommate gets home and I do the same thing. I say, "Have you seen my beer?" I just feel like someone's been screwing with it upstairs. He jumps up. He starts opening the fridge, opening the cabinets. I swear, I've seen it somewhere. I'm pretty sure I saw it. Wow! He is full of lies. <laughs> this guy's full of lies. But now I'm fiery. Now I'm angry. So I I let him I let him sweat it. I'm sweating him. I'm letting him keep going. He keeps on looking through cabinets, not sure what looking he's under the find. couch. I know yeah, it's yeah. weird. I saw that. There. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I, I look at him in the eye and I say, "Hey, did did he check his liver or his kidney?" <laughs> (laughs) 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 so i say are you sure that you haven't seen my beer you haven't seen it anywhere and he finally confesses he puts his head down he says i'm so sorry man (laughs) um and he confesses he went in my room and stole my beer but this time i said don't go in my room don't mess with me i turned walter white on him okay but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i got strong on him all right they're gonna replace the beer They're not doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have somebody take cash out of your um, room or beer? I want them to take nothing out of my room. I'm pretty sure that's like a pretty simple request. Take nothing out of there. Way to put your foot down, man. Way to dig in on this one. And get
2: nothing back in return.
0: Nothing at all. Nothing. (laughs) nothing. It's the Burt Show. You're on the Burt Show.